Hi guys, welcome to I Don't Know Brought It Ugojigo. My name is Ugojigo Elichi, and it's so good to have you back. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome to the family. You'll be hooked, trust me. So today, actually, should I even get into it? Or I should just explain myself. I'm really sorry that I haven't put out a podcast in a long time. Have I been recording podcasts? Yes. Have I been recording? Yes, I have. Have I been putting them out? No. Why? Perfectionism. You guys flog me. Flog me. In fact, do what I go to do. I want you to say. <laughs> oh my god, I'm coughing. I want you guys to send me a message, like a voice message on Anchor. That's if you listen to my podcast on Anchor. And I want to hear the sound of you whipping like something. Just flog me. Like whip me. Okay, that's so weird. Okay, that's really weird. Anyway, let's actually get into it. Sorry that I've not been releasing podcasts. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I, you guys actually like this one. This one's a bit serious, Shabo. It's always, it was always important for us to really think about certain things that we do sometimes. So I, I want to just talk to you guys about something. Um, you know, moving back to Lagos, there's something that I realized that people do. Wait, wait, wait. Before I start talking about what people do, Google, calm down. I've not said the quote for today. Is that possible? So the quote for today is from a book, Take What You Need by Abiola Babarinde. And the quote goes like this. You either choose to accept or reject the external narratives placed on you. Craft your life. When I tell you I love this quote with all my heart, because this is like a personal mantra for me. Um something happened recently and it triggered me to do this podcast because i feel like we need to talk about this there's so many narratives external narratives and even internal narratives of ourselves that we have placed and they're usually negative and we grew up with these identities we grew up into big adults women and men and we find ourselves living less than who we have been called to be some of us cannot apply to certain jobs some of us cannot sit down in certain tables not because we're not qualified but because of the narrative that have been placed on us and today i'm here to break it trust me now let's talk about it and um, there's something that has been happening you know i told you guys about um how i went to university for a three-year course i studied it for five years why not like i was feeling or anything but i just had some challenges some academic some not so let me break it down to you i went to university in 2012 to study law in the university of birmingham and it didn't work out that law was just really i didn't want to study law i wanted to do something more politics or communication but at that time i think there was just this um desire to please my parents and I went to study law and I wasn't really liking it. So I actually filled a module, just one module. And I did my receipts. But I don't know if I passed my receipts or not because I didn't get a result for it. So to me, I just said I filled it. So I changed my course to International Relations and Political Science. And I loved it. I was good at it. I was even teaching people, helping people. I was reading. I had a friend to study together. It was beautiful. Um, went through first year went through second year went through third year and then in my third year as i was about to graduate i had like a lot of essays to write on my dissertation and towards my final exam there was a um my dissertation and my essays were flagged for plagiarism which is i mean 
I knew what I did, so I went to defend it, but they were like, no. And normally when they um, uh, cap your grades, they cap it to 40, because 40 is like a pass, but they cap mine to zero, meaning that I wouldn't have enough credits to graduate, meaning that I was a final year student, couldn't graduate, didn't know whether I could get a degree um, certificate or not, like, it was just terrible. So, finally, after prayer and consistent back and forth, I got a diploma because they were like, I did babe has actually, like, been working diligently and passing exams from first year to her third year, and then this happened. So, they, they were like, okay, they will compensate me with a diploma. Now, I've gone to university for four years now, and I'm currently with a diploma. It doesn't even make sense. That was just the beginning, like, my life literally started crumbling down. But, you know, I spoke to some of my friends. They really advised me. People around you, eh, guys, we'll talk about that in a bit. But they advised me, and I went to apply to study, um, I went to study in another university. So I showed them my credits from my previous university, and they said, okay, with this kind of grades, you can't come and do your final year again. So I went to the University of Buckingham to do my final year again and get everything straight. Now, University of Buckingham were telling me, despite your credits that we have seen this university, we're going to grade your whole degree based on what you do in this university. So I'm trying to um, do the work of three years in one year. Can you guys imagine? I was a mess. But guys, I studied, you know, I asked questions. I made sure that I um, gave my all, I used my lecture working hours. And then I came out with good results. Even got like certificates for high honors results in some of my exams. Now, why am I telling you this story? What happened to me did not only happen to me. It happened to other people as well. I've heard about other people with those stories. Now, those people, stuff happened to them. You know, some of them went to depression. Some of them, you know, it affected them. Some of them didn't want to go back to university. Some of them didn't. And I actually said, you know what, Ugo? This might have happened to you. This might have been your experiences. But this does not define you. I tried to choose the life that I wanted to live. And I tried to choose who I wanted to be called. Because I'm done with us attaching who we are based on our negative experiences i once um was in like a meeting like with people with people i know family and you know there was talk about oh if if, if you had done this right and that you could have come out with a better grading and i was like stop it and i wasn't saying it to be disrespectful i was saying stop it don't downplay who i have grown out to be because of what happened in the past I have acknowledged some of the mistakes I made when I was in university. Maybe I didn't do stuff right. I could have, you know, studied a bit better. I could have changed my strategy and my patterns. Yes, I acknowledge that. But would you let that be what would define me in 2019? I would say no to that. I would say no to that. And I and I quickly spoke up about it. You know, I remember during my graduation, you know, during my final graduation, the one where I was graduating, you know, family came over and we were praying that morning and it was just so i was in my emotions and i was crying i was just like in my heart i was like, I was like god thank you thank you for not allowing me to see shame there was a scripture i held on to that time it was um the scripture that says instead of shame i will give you double honor because god knows that i i did the work do you understand god knows that i did the work i was not lying i did the work so i was telling god thank you because honestly i couldn't have done it on my own i couldn't have done it on my own now um doing prayer somebody came up and said oh 
you know, now that this has happened to you, you better learn the lesson. And I was like, hold up, hold up. Don't you think I've learned the lessons? What we should be saying right now at this moment is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you don't allow this girl to see shame. Cover me, speak life over me, and stop using what happened in the past to identify me. Did I not start living in, in fear? You know, that thing, that thing held me bound for so long. I couldn't even apply to do a master's because I was saying, oh my God, what happened in my undergrad happened again? God forbid. Actual God forbid. Now, let me explain something to you. Um, um, you know, in the Bible, we call this lady Rahab the harlot. We call the woman with the issue of blood. We say the prodigal son. We have culture. I'm not just talking about Nigeria, but culture, human beings. We are inclined to um, identify ourselves with negative things. We're like, this that girl now. The one that was arrested. Uh, we, we, we identify people by bad things. The one that has a very, very large nose that opens like this. And it's so bad. Rahab, the harlots, Abby, is she not in the lineage of Jesus Christ? The woman with the issue of blood, was she not healed? The prodigal son, was there really only one prodigal son? But there were two lost sons because two of them did not know their identity in the father. So my brothers and sisters, let us actually stop it. It does, it, it disfavors you. It does you no good when you start to identify yourself based on bad experiences. Now, also, I feel like even as we grew up as adults, some of us are still living in bondage. We're living in bondage of what we have, where we live, what we own, and what we earn. Sorry, my stomach is uh, making this because I'm actually hungry. So if you hear any like sound, just know that's my stomach. Um, if you want to send me food, please, then I can send you my account details. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to the main matter. We identify ourselves by what we have. It's something that happens in Lagos that I really, really hate so much. People ask themselves what they earn. Why what are they even paying in your office? When I was doing my NYC, people used to ask me, why are they paying? Why are they paying? I don't know what I used to level up. If I'm a big girl or if they're bigger than me, or if I'm bigger than them, I don't care. I actually don't care how much you earn. I don't care how much I earn in comparison to what you earn. Am I doing the work I need to do? Am I putting in my best? Am I um, aspiring for promotion? Do you understand? Like, who cares? But do you know that Lagos people, they actually care. They care. They size you up based on what you earn. They're like, eh, me, me, as long as me, I end this one, and this one doesn't end that one. That means I'm probably better than them. Or, oh, guys, 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 guys. That is actually bondage. It's really bondage. So, me, I don't go around to what I earn. I don't. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to even try to make another person feel inferior. I don't care. But you know, that's how we live now. Everybody's trying to see, oh, who, who am I better than? We're trying to see who we're better than to increase our esteem. My brother, my sister, if your esteem is dependent on how low somebody is in comparison to you, you have no esteem. You have no esteem. You don't. So also, I want to even address um, the fact that you need to remember that your identity is not rooted in what you have. It's not rooted in what you have. Um, my mentor, he told me something that stuck with me when I was in university. What he told me, that's like, it's like, like a thing for me now. It's like, that's my identity. It is your life, sorry, your value is inherent 
in the fact that you were made in God's image, not your environment, your education, your grades, your earnings. No, it's inherent in the fact that you're made in God's image. That is your value. That is your value. Um, I I understand, like in the world we're living in, um, there's a chase for position, career-wise. You know, you want to try to you, you want to be the best in your field. Want to be the, you want to be the best influencer. When you want to talk about influencers in your region, you want to be called upon. Um, when you talk about bankers in your region, lawyers in your region, you want to be called upon. But trust me, if that is the aim, hmm, when you get it, you will still feel empty. You know, before I used to actually aspire to be 30 forms. I'll be under, under 30 Forbes, under, I'll be whatever it is, coach, under 30 Forbes, 30 under 30, I've forgotten the name now, the, sorry, the tag itself, but that was my aspiration, I wanted it so bad, and you know, as I've been growing, I've been um, growing, honestly, it's not because I don't want it anymore, but that was the goal, that was the final product, that, that was it, it was like, if I get it, then I, I've, I've made it, people will look up to me. But I think I've addressed something about influence and impact to you guys. I don't want to just be the one on the billboards. I don't want to be the one that people just say, oh my God, she's so popular, she's so famous, she's so... Just like, oh my God, go, go. No, it does not do any honor to me or even to the lights I'm trying to shine because I want to make impact. I want to be able to um, give life to people. Do you understand? I want to actually be a source of life to people. So if um, being on the billboards might not let me, then I don't mind forfeiting that. I actually don't mind forfeiting that because it's not my goal. It's part of, like, I mean, it could, if it happened to Jesus be my actual glory, but if it doesn't, have I lost something? You know, when I was in university, because I, I, I didn't graduate at the time that my mates were graduating, um, it was as though I lost something at that time. It was as if I couldn't raise my head up. But the devil is a big liar. He's a what? A big liar. And his mother has chest hair. Right now, I speak with confidence. I met someone that we kind of like have the same experience. But then, you know, she was telling me, wow, Hugo, you raise your head like as though... <laughs> something is working for you and I said yes something is really working for me God because now I have removed myself from um what people saw me as as the person that failed that grade as the person that failed this wow my stomach's actually my stomach's actually making so much noise this is actually really bad I'm so embarrassed but it's okay um I've just detached myself from all those external narratives and I've attached myself to what God says I am I'm here to fulfill the life the call upon my life i'm not even trying to impress anybody like i'm done with it i'm really done with it my friend here Missy, always tells me something she's like Ugo, all the people on all the, all the people that you see on all these lists all these award shows and everything not that they are bad please please they're not bad but some people are running in debt because she's a financial um personnel she's a financial uh, manager, she helps people like small businesses with their finances. She tells me, because some of them are running in debt, some of them don't even have good revenues in their businesses, they're not making profits, but they look nice on Instagram. Do you understand? They're well curated because she deals with them. So she was telling me, make sure that you, as a whole, you are a whole person and you are 
in yourself, sufficient in God. Do you understand? So that when you speak to people and you tell them, this is how it happened. This is these are the steps that I took. You're not just speaking um, influencer language. You're speaking with so much wisdom and insight. You know, there's an insight that God gives. Guys, I understand that there's a, there's a level where your education comes into play, what you read comes into play, but there's also something called the spirit of excellence. Um, I always tell the story about Daniel and Joseph, and I love them so much. They are my guys. Like My middle name should have been Daniela or Josephina because I think that I relate with their story so much. And, you know, every time I talk about it, I always talk about that. Daniel and Joseph, they read. They read Daniel. Daniel read. The Bible said he was vast in all literature. Now, she stopped limiting ourselves as Christians. And it's true. But, one day God called me. I was like, Ugo. But I also deposited in Daniel the spirit of excellence. See, there's a breath in God. There's a breath of life in man that makes him intelligent. That is the breath of God. So, um, right now, I'm reading... I'm studying, but I'm also leaning on the spirit of God to give me the spirit of intelligence, of excellence, because um, I want people to marvel at the insight that comes from me. I want them to actually marvel, and not because I want them to see me, but I want to use that as an avenue to share something that I have that they might not have. That's the spirit of God. I want them to. I want, I want to introduce them to actually to Jesus Christ. Even when it comes, even when it's my business, be it my YouTube channel, be it my podcast, be it my job. I want excellence to flow from me. And you know, I was talking to a group of people I'm like, guys, you're really talented, but your work ethic is bad. And, and, and you claim to be Christians, let's change it up. Let's really be the light. Let's actually be the light. And let's show Jesus in everything that we do. Um, remember, do not identify yourself by what you have, what you, where you live, what you earn. I know being in Lagos is so hard because everybody's thinking, uh, do you drive this car, do you drive that car? Um, do you wear this, where do you shop? Um, oh, I remember one time I wanted to see my friend and I wanted to take um, Keke to the place and she was like, oh, don't bother. And I was just like, bro, when the place is even close by, I can just take Keke there. She was like, don't bother. And it's just the life that we live, especially in Lagos. Everybody's trying to um, um, put in funds. Me, I'm not, right, I'm not ready to impress anybody. Once I went out in fashion school, my um, the owner of my fashion school, she told us his story. She was like, when she was trying to build her brand, when she was trying to learn about the business, um, she... Didn't have a car, so she's a jump bus to go to the places that she needed to go, to go to the market to get material. And some of her friends used to laugh. They used to mock her, you know. But now she said that if she wants to buy a car with her eyes closed, she can buy the car. And she's not afraid of debt, of running into debt. She's not afraid of all those things. So guys, if there, if you have to um, delay your gratification, please delay it now. Do the work. Do the work, and then when it's time. You would enjoy it. You don't have to impress anybody. See, those that are claiming to be looking at you, they are they are impressed. They are in awe of your courage. They are inspired, but they will never tell you. So no need. You're okay. Do you understand? You are actually okay. So I'll just remind you us again about our quote. 
you either choose to accept or reject the external narratives placed on you, craft your life. You are no more Rahab the harlot. You are Rahab in the lineage of Christ. Do you understand? Your identity is now attached with Jesus Christ. Okay, guys. Um, if you have any questions, actually, about um, what it's like having a relationship with Jesus Christ, please um, send me an email. My email is ugoeluche at gmail.com. I actually have emails that I have not responded to, and I'm really sorry. I'm actually on holiday, but I'll actually take out time to um, email you guys back. I'm not so good at writing emails. Maybe I'll just send, like, a voice note over, but thank you so much for tuning in and always just replying Please, I'd like you guys to send me voice messages on Anchor. I used to get them before, but not anymore. Please, guys, love me again. Love me again, please. I need encouragement. So, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. And bye. Signing out. Love and swag.